Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are to talk about sexuality. Let me just say, I'm going to get a little fucking heated on this episode. Just going to give you a little warning. We're going to take it to a nine. We're going to bring it back down to a six and close with a four. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, But today we're talking about sexuality and I'm going to talk about my sexuality on this episode. So for those of you who are just nosy bitches, get ready for all the fucking tea. This episode's going to give it to you. I'm going to talk about my sexuality. What actually is sexuality? And another big question that I always get is what And how would you describe sexuality versus sensuality? So let's just say I will be putting out an episode on sensuality and the differences, but this episode, I really want to hone in on sexuality. I like to do one thing at a time. My little ADHD tendencies that like to squirrel off, I I can't squirrel off. I'm going to focus on and, and give you guys the dirty, but give you the good dirty and do one full episode on sexuality, and then do one full episode on sensuality. So let me just say, it has taken a long time personally to feel comfortable in my sexuality. This is something that a lot of people struggle with. So if this is you, you are not alone. If you're like, I instantly saw sexuality on this podcast episode, and I'm like, ooh, that makes me kind of butthole pucker cringe a little, because it makes you look at your own self. And, you know, I have to say I lost quite a few followers and I know that I I expected to lose followers. I expected to lose several hundred off my email list, my texting list and things like that. And let me just say, if you are one of those people or your friend was, I understand where you're coming from. And I understand that looking at truths can be very painful. And it comes to a point in your life where you have to be ready to receive that information. And so I expected to lose several people and really hone in on finding my tribe of people because whenever I find my tribe of people, this is for them. And I already know that some of you are already here because you've messaged me and been like, Sierra, oh my fucking gosh, like this is everything that I fucking needed, wanted ever. And so I really appreciate you, but growing pains are hard as much as I know that I am really honing in on a specific group of people. When I approach these podcasts and when I approach coaching as a whole, seeing the girls and seeing the guys and seeing the people who still really need this in their life, not come to terms with it, it's heartbreaking. And I just want to say, if that shows you anything of what a genuine coach I am, I still am like cheering you guys the fuck on and everybody who's like, I can't have this right now, or I don't listen to your podcast. It's just a little too much for me right now. Just know like I love you so much and I am going to be here to hold your hand and help guide you if and when you're ever ready 
to take that next step in your life and take control of your life and take control of your fucking sexuality. So coming from a spot of, I know where you've been. I've been there my fucking self. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I explored my sexuality and how I got comfortable in my sexuality on this episode. So I want to start by talking about shame and shame around exploring what your turn-ons are. This is such a heavy area of shame. And when people come to me or even just people in conversation and they're talking to me about things that they like, a lot of the time there's so much shame around it. Personally, for me, I am more of a psychological kink turn on. If you've heard me talk about this before on some of my other episodes, I've talked about it before. I'm probably going to do a full episode on it because everybody be nosy as shit. But also, I'm, I work with the erotic blueprints heavily in coaching. And the erotic blueprints are five different types of turn ons that you would classify as. And I am classifying as more of a psychological kink right now. I do feel like this can shift and change to its core. This is usually a very good place of starting to figure out what your turn ons are and your sexuality. There's a lot of shame around just exploring what your turn ons are. Let's just say, for instance, masturbating. Y'all know I'm going to tell you if you want to explore your body more, if you want to figure out some of your turn ons, masturbating is like number one fucking key. And how much shame there is around masturbating. I say the M word and people get uncomfortable. People get fucking uncomfortable just around saying a word. Noises bouncing off my vocal cords and people duck and shame. And I understand that because we have lived in a culture that has fucking sexually suppressed us. One, taught us that our bodies are gross, dirty, and what comes out of them are dirty. Hello, we give fucking life. We give life. But our bodies are gross and dirty and we shouldn't explore them. We shouldn't touch them. Sexuality is one of the core pieces of us as human beings. And when this part of us is missing, it's not fulfilled, it's drained, a lot of us are going to be left feeling like our lives don't really mean much. Are you feeling like your life is fulfilled? Are you at a place where you are thriving and just loving every piece of you and every part of your relationships? If you were to say no to that, I'm going to say, let's take it back to how is your sex life fulfilling you? And how are you pleasing yourself in your life? How are you practicing self-love and self-care and taking care of you? There is actually studies that show that your sex life, your sexuality, your sex drive determines your overall quality of life. What? Most of us have just checked this out the back door and pushed it to the bottom of the fucking list. And if you're like, no, they haven't. Yes, they have. Let's talk about divorce rates. 55% end in sexual issues. Why aren't we talking about fucking sex more? Why can't we explore our sexualities? Because of all of this shame that our culture has put around this. This isn't mine. I don't have shame in that. Our cultures put that on me. That's our cultures to own, not fucking mine. If you're at a point in your life where you're so fucking over having shame about your desires and what you want in life, then you're in the right fucking spot. We are a shameless fucking podcast. We are a shameless group. And we encourage exploring your turn-ons and your sexuality. I have experienced massive shame around my sexuality, not only growing up in what you could define as very strict environment where discovering yourself was not okay. And it wasn't really 
necessarily shamed, but it wasn't talked about. And if it was brought up, it was like hush hushed. So in a way it was like passively aggressively shamed, uh, which is still shaming, but definitely being more of a psychological kink turn on. So for those of you who might not know what that looks like, psychological is more the thrill mentally. And if you didn't know, your brain is actually your biggest sex organ. So a lot of you might be more psychological than you think. But experiencing the euphoria and the turn-ons that happen mentally, that is definitely more of the psychological aspect. The kink part is I flow in and out of everything. I am like all over the place. I'll do kinks and things that I am into for momentarily and then I switch and being a part of the kink turn on is definitely not what I expected. I took this test. If you've not done your erotic blueprints yet to find out what type of turn on you are, then take the erotic blueprints quiz. It'll be in the pen post. Um, this is featured on Netflix and sex, love and goop. And it is something that we use as a coaching tool. It's absolutely amazing. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go take this test. I took this test like three times. I think I'm not going to lie. Cause I was like, this is full of shit. I'm like, I'm not a kink. I'm not a king. This is such bullshit. Like, I know I'm something else or I might be one of these. Nope. I mean, I took it like three times and I got kink like three fucking times. So I'm definitely kink and I've learned to embrace it. Why I've learned to embrace it is because the more that I started to realize, oh, that is a turn on. Oh, that is a turn on. Oh, I do like this. Oh, this is fucking phenomenal. I started to realize I definitely am more kink. So I have had a lot of shame around that because kinks can carry a lot more shame. And this is like hits home to me is not assuming the sexuality of others. Can we please fucking stop? I actually had someone that was offended that I had asked them in a, a situation where they had asked me questions. They were upset that I actually asked them about their sexuality. That tells me it triggered shame instantly instantly triggered shame so there's a lot of shame around that even that it was a trigger there's something there so as a coach I definitely noticed that but they were triggered because I had asked about their sexuality and they were like why would you even ask me about this and I'm like I don't like to assume I don't like to assume anything in life I definitely don't like to assume sexuality knowing that this is such an area knowing that sexuality is such an area that is undiscovered that is untapped into, this is the straight place. I'm like, let's go straight to that place. Of course. Why not? We're going to go straight to that fucking place. This is the unknown place. Let's go to all the unknown places. I am like that in my life and in my sexuality. I like to go to the unknown places. I like to push my fucking limits. That is just who I am as a person. So when you find out things more about your sexuality, it's going to really start to come full circle to you about things that you like in your life that aren't even sexually related, but not assuming the sexuality of others. One, we're going to have lots more episodes about sexuality and all the different types, but I want to tell a little bit of my story. And people have assumed my sexuality for fucking years. And this is where the heat is going to come in. <sighs> Let me just say, it's been exhausting how many people have assumed my sexuality for eight years and not a single person has ever asked me. Not a single person has actually ever asked me how I identify. If you would have asked me, you know, two years ago, I would have been like, oh, I'm pretty comfortable in this. But it really has taken a lot of work and a lot of in internal work 
and becoming the coach and doing a lot of the internal work. I mean, I had to go through all of this journey, but going through it even deeper than I expected and even deeper than I had already had in my life, I started to uncover things. And so in my sexuality, I'm very comfortable in it now and I have no problem talking to people about it. And I think more people need to know from my standpoint. And I'm, I'm a bet right now that like 80% of you are probably like going to say, wow, that is not what I expected to hear from you. In my sexuality, I identify as heterosexual. I am strictly diggly and I will be proud to fucking say that. Now, here's where the fun parts come in. Because you can identify as heterosexual and still have fantasies about women and still have fantasies about porn and still think about doing those things and still identify as heterosexual. And you're like, whoa, I thought you would identify as bisexual. I have had people assume that I am bisexual. I've had women come up and practically molest me. And I just want to say, I'm not fucking into it. I'm not into anything that's non-consensual. Let's just say that. So don't fucking do it to me. I'm not into anything that is non-consensual. Assuming the sexuality of others is not doing anyone a favor. Now there is spinoffs of sexuality. So there is bi-curious and just where you're curious in the aspect and not necessarily identifying. Whenever I had to take this journey myself, there's a lot of people have always thought I was bi over the years just because of the industry that I worked in and just because of the job title. Like, it honestly is so annoying. And the fact that nobody ever really hurt to ask. I mean, like I said, I probably wouldn't have really been able to give you a 100% clear answer, but I'm very comfortable where I am now. What a lot of people I think don't realize is this is where they get confused in their sexuality is fantasies and kinks and turn-ons that we have don't necessarily identify our sexuality. And so one of the biggest things that I worked through was, and I have, I am nine, this is why I'm talking about this and being vulnerable and I'm putting this shit out there because I know so many of my clients have felt the same and are going through the same process. Where I came from, where a lot of my confusion came from in my sexuality is I have always been a fan of female porn. I've always been a fan of fantasizing. Hence, I'm very psychological. So it's all about what's in my brain and what's going on up there and how it's being stimulated as well as other things. I thought it wasn't really until I I went through this process myself, did I really uncover and learn what makes you your actual true sexuality? What makes you that? And your sexuality is your attraction, your preferences, your turn-ons, and this may not align with your sex or gender. So attraction, preferences, turn-ons, and do you act on those turn-ons and do you have to have them to become sexually aroused? And that is where I knew very clearly where my identity was. And that is one, I don't have to have those things to become sexually aroused. And two, I don't necessarily want to act on any of my fantasies or psychological kinks. So boom, there you have it. Now, would I be open to exploring that in the future? Possibly, maybe. I don't fucking know. I mean, I don't know what I want for breakfast tomorrow. How am I going to know what kind of sex I want in two years? You know, we need to take this enormous amount of pressure off of ourselves and just focus on what is in the here and now. What is my body feeling right now? You, some of you have probably heard me say I'm strictly dickly. And that's, I, that's my saying. Like, I am so good with that. And 
can I just say, let's stop assuming the sexuality of others. If you are a female who likes to just go up and touch other females non-consensually in sexual ways, fucking stop. That is fucking distasteful and nobody fucking wants that. You're crossing boundaries. Can I just say that? Childhood thoughts about sexuality going through your sexuality because of what you were taught about as a child and not only what your culture exposed you to and told you about your sexuality and your body. Parents think, what did your grandparents say? Was sex talked about in your house? A lot of trauma sometimes can come from those childhood thoughts about sexuality. So as a coach, we work on clearing that space and making room to embrace new thoughts and find what you identify with and what you need to remove. We are actively working towards your goals. We are not just like sitting back and teaching. Like this is something that we actively work together with, embrace and hold space in. And we feel. We sit in our feelings and we feel how we are feeling now because Almost every person I've ever done a grounding practice or visualization practice with, they don't realize how impactful it can be to just sit with your feelings. Because so many of us are busy running around, we're busy up everybody else's asses but our own, and we're not paying attention to how we feel. So the journey of being comfortable in your sexuality and actually discovering that. So let's talk about our penis owners for just a second, because this is not just an area that I am directing towards females. I have talked to and had quite a few male clients who want to know more, who have been suppressed in their sexuality and what I like to call have lost their cock confidence. That's my fucking trademark. You can't steal it. Cock confidence. I'm just saying some big stuff's coming with cock confidence big, real big stuff, some big cock energy. All right. I have talked to a lot of men who have lost their cock confidence. And what I mean by cock confidence is they have been in relationships where their sexuality was suppressed. We've talked about the ladies. Ladies have, you know, women can have theirs and females. We, they can have, we can have, you know, our things, but let's talk about our dudes for a minute. Our penis owners, Because I have talked to and witnessed a lot of men who have been completely suppressed in their sexuality by closed off partners, by partners who aren't willing to try new things, by partners who completely shut themselves down. And it has totally killed their cock confidence. It has completely crushed their sexuality. I want to talk about our sexual turn on people. So I am a kink. Some people... A lot of men, I will say a lot of penis owners, identify with turn-ons that are sexual. Our sexual turn-ons are going to be like actual sexual acts, like naked bodies, like masturbating, big titties, like actually having sex. That sexual turn-on is like by the act of sex itself. So like porn, watching it as a visual. And so when someone feels or identifies as a sexual And you suppress that sexuality, you suppress their sexuality, you talk down on them, you are closed off to trying new things with them, you have sex with them like once every two months and it's like, hurry up, we got to make this quick. They are slowly dying. I'm just want to, I'm going to tell you right now, they're slowly dying. They have killed, they have no confidence in themselves anymore because they think this is just how it's supposed to be and this is just the life I'm going to live. So guys, I see you too, and it can be 
male and female, it doesn't matter who you are, you can struggle in your sexuality and struggle with being comfortable. And having a partner who is not open to trying new things, you are going to have to release the shame that you are carrying for your partner who is not comfortable in their sexuality and that there is no shame in liking what you like. You're not fucked up because you want to have sex. You're not fucked up because you want to have sex anally. You're not disgusting because you want to get your dick sucked. It's not gross. And your partner might not be comfortable in their sexuality. You might have gotten to the point where you're not comfortable in your own sexuality because you've been suppressed and pushed down for so long. But it's time to release the shame that you're carrying for your partner. You know what you like. You might know what you like. And you might be open to trying new things and wanting to explore. And there is no shame in that. If your partner has shame, that's not yours. That's not yours to carry. And your partner is not responsible for all your sexual needs. You're responsible for your sexuality. You're responsible for your sex life. You're responsible for your pleasure. I'm just going to say, again, there is no shame in liking what you like. You are valid. And you deserve someone who accepts you for who you are and doesn't want anything to change. You deserve somebody who fucking craves you. And when I mean craves you, I mean like I'm seven months pregnant and I better get a Krispy Kreme in my fucking mouth right now or somebody's gonna fucking get kicked. You deserve somebody who wants you in their fucking mouth like a Krispy Kreme pregnant woman. I'm just gonna say it. I don't know if that clicks for you, but a lot of men are not comfortable in their own sexuality and relationships and don't know how to communicate A lot of women aren't comfortable in their own sexuality and relationships and don't know how to communicate. Hence the coaching gap. Me. This is where I am filling the gap. I'm bringing communication back to relationships. I'm helping people find their sexuality and become more comfortable in it. And I'm helping people claim their sensuality. Your sensuality is all of the flirty, delicious goddess energy that you hold when you're in your flirting feels. You know what I'm talking about? A woman is never more in her fucking prime than when she is in her natural flirting energy. This is normal for us. Flirting is normal. And what's been crazy is flirting like in the USA directly identifies you as a whore. Like, oh, you flirted. Whore, whore, whore. What the fuck ever. Have you ever been in a grocery store and there's a shopping cart next to you with a six-month-old baby and they're just batting their little eyes at you, flirting away? What? Since when does flirting make you a whore? Fuck the culture for telling us that. Flirting is a natural part of us and flirting is a huge part of your sensuality. And when you are in that, you are in your prime and you are in your full divine energy attracting everything that is good for you. Attracting and manifesting everything. A lot of our marriages in our society, a lot of the cis heterosexual marriages are fucking crumbling because society has crushed our females and men from embracing their sexuality, their desires, their wants, their needs. It has literally crushed it. So you want to know why the divorce rate is so fucking high? I'm going to put the blame mostly on our society who has absolutely stripped humans of one of the biggest parts of their being as a person. Some men are just as miserable in a relationship as the pussy owners are. So what do they do? They tuck tail and run? They chop our balls off? Surrender their manhood to society? Women, do we just sit back? Do we just let it all happen? Do we just say, oh, this is just going to be our life. It doesn't kill us. We'll, We'll just deal with it. No. It is time to take back your sexuality. It is time to reclaim your sex life. 
and step into what you deserve. And if you're like, oh, you always say, Sierra, you deserve this. You deserve this. Well, you fucking do. You have one life. How are you going to spend it? Half-ass happy? That sounds great. That sounds like a great life. I'm going to be half-ass happy and have me some uh, mediocre, shitty sex. And I'm going to die with uh, mediocre, shitty sex. What? It just doesn't make sense. You deserve someone who accepts you for who you are and doesn't want anything to change. Someone who fucking craves you. And if you're not at a point where you crave anything, it's time to start craving yourself again. It's time to rediscover you. It's you time. 2023 has been a fucking knockin'. We're three months in. If you set New Year's resolutions, I don't know if you had intentions. It's knocking. It's here. And it's saying it's your time. It's your time to drop the shame. It's your time to explore your turn-ons and start living for fucking you. Being comfortable in your sexuality and discovering more about your sexuality is going to start to pull the pieces of your life together. It's going to pull the pieces of your sex life together that's broken and your sex that's broken right now. It's going to pull things together. And so just know that this is a safe space. This is a safe place to come. I am a safe place to come. My inbox is always open. If you have questions, I know that we did not talk a lot about different types of sexuality on this episode, so I'll definitely be putting that in the works coming up soon. Um, but I wanted to give an episode around sexuality and why we feel so much shame around it and not assuming the sexuality of others. We carry so much from our childhood and our past that has clouded our judgment and it has clouded our turn-ons and it's told us that we're not worthy and it's told us that we're dirty and we shouldn't do that and we shouldn't like that. Hearing what I'm telling you for the first time could be a shock. Some of you are like, oh, it's because you've never heard it before and that's okay. Keep coming back and listening. The more you listen, the more normal it's going to get and the more you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm definitely, this is definitely what I'm digging, Sierra. I get that. I'll be here for whenever you're ready this is huge steps. This big girl stuff. This big boy stuff. We're, we're talking big girl, big boy conversations here. I want to see you live the life that you deserve. I want to see you live an amazing, blissful, happy, joyful, passionate life. Because you only have one. That's all you're going to get. So much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.